Hey, and welcome to Financially Savvy, Spiritually Sound. Using biblical principles, we'll teach you to love God and manage money. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Financially Savvy, Spiritually Sound. I'm so excited to share with you today the revelation that the Lord has given me about stewardship. I believe that stewardship is the key to your prosperity. Let me talk to you about what the Holy Spirit showed me in Matthew 25 regarding stewardship. But first of all, I would like to start by giving you a practical example of stewardship. Do any of you have children? We have three children. Each one of them are different and are capable of different things. If my husband and I were to go away on a trip, we know exactly which responsibilities we would give to each one of our children because we know what each one is capable of. Each of the responsibilities would be different, but nonetheless in importance. For instance, if we were gone for a week, I would expect my 24-year-old to come home and to take care of all the matters of the house. I would give her more responsibilities because I know that that is what she is capable of. When it comes to my middle child, she's driving now, so we would give her responsibilities that commensurate with her abilities. When we return from our trip, I would expect each one of them to give me an account of what they've done since we've been gone. I don't expect for our younger child to be able to perform to the standards of our oldest child, but what I do expect is for him to have taken full responsibility to carry out the uh, tasks that were assigned to him. This is exactly what stewardship is all about. It's taking care and valuing the ability that you have to carry out the full responsibility of management of the things that you have ownership of. Let's look at this in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. Let's start reading there. For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey, and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. And then he went on his journey. So right here we see that God has given each of us talents. In this particular scripture, it's, uh, talents equates to money. But we can look at that as talents as anything, our gifts. And he's given each according to our own ability. He knows exactly how much money we can handle. He knows exactly how much skills we have. And he's only expecting us to take care of what he's given us, not what he's given anybody else. Let's go on. The one who had received five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made a profit and gained five more. I want to say the key in this particular scripture is he went at once. He didn't stall. He didn't post on Facebook and ask everybody what he thought, what they thought he should do. He went at once. And you'll see why this matters uh, as we read on. It says, likewise, the one who had two made a profit and gained two more. So we see the principle and multiplication here at work. 
But the one who had received the one, he went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. And the one who had received the five talents came and brought him five more. Master, you entrusted me to five talents. See, I have made a profit and gained five more. Now, let's look at this scripture. This was the one that it said that said at once he went. Do you see here where it says you entrusted me? So the thing I want to take note of here is even though he multiplied and gained a profit, he still remembered where the gift came from. He said, you entrusted me. So many times when we prosper, we forget it wasn't because we're so smart or that we have this ability to do things that nobody else can do. It was because God entrusted us with that talent, with that money, with those children that we were able to succeed. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. Do you see what's happening here? The Lord said, you've been faithful and I was able to trust you to carry out what you had the ability to do. Let's go to the next scripture. Also, the one who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have made a profit and gained two more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little and I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of your master. So if you want to increase, you want to expand your capacity, good stewardship is the key. Let's go on and see what happens next. The one who had received one talent also came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a harsh and demanding man, reaping the harvest where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. Okay, now I got to stop right there. You all know how uh, superstars pass away and we grieve. Maybe let's say Michael Jackson. I can remember where I was the moment Michael Jackson died. I grieved. I cried. I, was, I felt like I knew him. But the truth is, I only know what I have heard of him or what I've seen written of him. But I don't have an intimate relationship with him. So all the things that I think I know about Michael Jackson, the truth is, I really don't know him at all. I have to wonder if this servant only knew of the master. If he really knew the master at all, would this be the way that he was describing it? So let me ask you, do you have an intimate relationship where you actually know the master? You know his voice? You know when he speaks and you know his character or you know the God that they talk about in church or you know the God that they say punishes you every time you do something wrong. Do you really know him? Because as we can see in this scripture, he doesn't really know the master at all. So let's move on. Let's see how what he thought he knew of the master, how it affected him. 
So I was afraid to lose the talent. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is your own. So because he was afraid, he went and hid. You see the difference? The other, other two must have known the character of the master. Because when we are afraid, fear causes us to hide. Fear causes us to be slothful. Let's see here how the master responded so you can see what I mean. His master answered him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reaped a harvest where I did not sow and I gathered where I did not scatter seed. Then you ought to have put my money with the bankers. And at my return, I will have received my money back with interest. A very important point that the Holy Spirit pointed out to me was that the master was not pleased with him just having the same amount of what he had been given. That the master expected good stewardship, which means multiplication. So what happened? Let's look at verse 28. So take the talent away from him and give it to the one who has the 10 talents. Verse 29 says, for everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely. Y'all hear that? It says more will be given and he will be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have because he has ignored or disregarded his blessings and gifts from God, even what he has will be taken away. In this parable, Jesus made it very clear that he does not expect us to only carry the gift that he's given us or the money that he's given us. He expects us to be good stewards. Being good stewards means cultivating the gift that he's given us and producing a harvest with that gift. So what about you? Are you using your gift to produce a harvest or are you hiding it? Are you using your gifts to further the kingdom? Are you cultivating your gifts? Or are you hiding it in fear of a God that you don't really know? Have you gotten to know him in an intimate way so that you know that he is for you and not against you? Our father seeks to bless us. He has given each of us gifts and he expects us to cultivate those gifts, not only for our sake, but for the sake of the kingdom. If you need help becoming a good steward of your money, reach out to me at financiallysavvyspirituallysound.com backslash coaching services. And if you would like to partner with us to continue to get this message out, please do so at paypal.me backslash red to black. That's red, the number two, black consulting, red to black consulting. Until the next episode, remember, love God and manage money.